Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. On today's show, we're tackling some of your most pressing love and sex questions. Wondering how to bring handcuffs into your foreplay routine? What's the best way to fix a sex life that's uh, become a little lackluster? And is there a right way to date a nice guy after a string of bad boys? Plus tips to make standing up sex more orgasmic. All this and more. Thanks for listening. When listeners ask me about how to change things up in the bedroom, a lot of times they mention that they always wind up having sex in the same position. They want to know what else they can try. And the truth is, some of the most exciting positions can be difficult to stay in for extended periods. You want the payoff of an amazing orgasm for all your hard work, but it's not always easy to do. Enter Sport Sheets. Sport Sheets has made sexual positioning one of their top priorities, and frankly, no one does it better. One of their star players is the Door Jam Sex Sling. The name kind of says it all. It's a strong nylon sling that hangs from almost any door. One partner is suspended in a comfortable seat with their legs held up by the stirrup straps. This gets your partner in the perfect position for upright sex with you standing in front of them, or vice versa, opening up all new possibilities for more pleasure. If it sounds complicated, trust me, it isn't. We just shot a short video demonstrating it. Check it out at sportsheets.com slash emily. The Door Jam Sex Sling is totally safe, very comfortable, and easy to use. It creates a whole new level of control and pleasure. In fact, it's so comfortable, we have one hanging on the door of our studio now. Sometimes we just hang out in it, read, answer emails, you get the picture. To see me demonstrate the sling and to order one for yourself, visit sportsheets.com Emily. That's S-P-O-R-T-S-H-E-E-T-S dot com slash Emily. And use code EMILY at checkout to save 20%. Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Hey, Emily, you got a boyfriend? Because my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. The girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean, like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh my God, I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. But you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex relationships and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com because it's so easy when you go there. I don't know if you've checked it out lately, but we update it every day. We work really hard updating. (laughs) We work hard. We do work hard, but the content, I think you'll love it. We have great blogs and posts and videos and um, check it out. And when you get there, we make it so easy to subscribe to all the cool Sex with Emily stuff across the board, our newsletter, social media, most importantly, subscribe to the podcast. I guess it's all important social media it's all at sex with emily across the board we have a store on our website because you know i talk about a lot of cool stuff and you can find it all there and um yeah that's what i got for you i hope you all had a great happy holidays great holidays whatever it is that you're doing or celebrate i am here with madison producer madison hey guys hi hi am. how you doing honey doing great doing great um yeah we're in aren't we in hanukkah and kwanzaa right now kwanzaa kwanzaa still thing yep so i don't mean i just mean years ago it was all about kwanzaa yeah and now there's about so many other things kwanzaa is still a thing of course it is but people still get angry yeah and now it's like kwanzaa's already in but now there's other yeah people are just like it's all 
And yeah. it, like, you don't even can't say happy Christmas, happy Christmas, ha- uh, Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa. It's more like just the generic happy holidays. I think you have to do across the board. Yeah, totally. It's the Christmas cup of holiday greetings, it right? Is. <laughs> However, I have to say that this year I did pick a lane mm-hmm. and we picked, I picked the Christmas tree, the Christmas lane. Yeah. You went full Christmas. We went full Christmas. Like Christmas threw up in here. Exactly. Awesome. Christmas <laughs> threw up in our office and it is the best, uh, the best experience of my life. I've never had a Christmas tree. Um, I grew up with that one cause we were deprived. No, I was Jewish <laughs> growing up. I guess I still am some ways, but it's just fun. We got the lights. We've got the fake snow. We've got the ornaments. I went crazy. I kind of, you know, the dollar store threw up all here, all of our tree. Yes. It's fun. And we did a fun video that you can all check out. Yeah. It's, it's love from the, it's, it's a holiday video from the Sex Lonely family. It yeah. should be up. On YouTube, on our website, on Instagram, I'm sure. You'll find it that if you look hard fun. enough. Yeah. That was fun. So, um, And then we went to an ugly sweater party with our friends at System Joe. We, we crashed <laughs> I was going to say, we invited ourselves <laughs> to their holiday party. They were like, oh, I think we're going uh, ice skating. And we were like, can we come? <laughs> right. We love them. Okay, you guys know we love jo- the guys from Joe Lube. So, yeah, we were at dinner with the guys. And they're like, oh, our holiday party. Because they got a big company. And they're like, we're going ice skating. And it's an ugly sweater party. I'm like, what? We're, we, we'd like to come to that, please. We were in. And they're like, okay, yeah, you can totally come. I mean, they like us. And then the next day, after our dinner, they're like, great to see you guys. Hope to see you in the new year. And I'm like, well, back up. I'm getting my ice skates, like, sharpened right now. Like, we are so in. They're like, oh, yeah, come. So we went ice skating. And it was, well, half ice skating. Apparently, I read the invite wrong. I thought it was five to nine skating. It was five to eight. So we spent the first few hours drinking <laughs> and then at like 7:50 we went down to the rink thinking oh okay like let's go skating and i met this very cute boy he was on my snapchat but i can't remember his name now but it's gone that's the thing about snapchat but he helped me with my skates and he was cute and we got on the rink which i haven't been in a year i grew up like skating in mm-hmm. michigan and uh, we had some fun there. But then all of a sudden my BFF ice uh, ice skating boyfriend was like get off the ice i'm like what do you mean? He's like, well, we got the, you know, the hockey players coming out. I'm like, I just got, you just fitted my skates for an inappropriate 20 minutes. That's true. Why did it take that long? And we got kicked off, but it was fun. The eight minutes that we skated. Yeah. There's a picture or there's a video. It should be, it was, it on, was Snapchat. on Snapchat, but I have it. I'm going to post it on Instagram so I that hopefully just by the time this comes out, Cause I we'll did some it. moves. Yeah. You did some moves. Oh my gosh. You can see me just kind of, <laughs> I'm so proud of myself for being upright. And I'm like really like in the video, which Jamie took. I'm like coming around the corner and I'm leaning down like I'm a friggin' speed skater, but I'm going like negative two miles per hour. And Emily comes right past me, twirls right in front of me. What a show off. I did a stop. Yeah, I did yeah. one of those. That was fun. We've had a good holiday season. We've had a great year here at Sex with Emily. So um, thank you everyone for just being a part of the show, supporting us. I love, love hearing, you know, getting your emails and running into you on the street and uh, just, you know. In the middle of the street, walking around, Walgreens, wherever it is. Just say hello when I... Please do say hello, though. Some people I say, like, don't say hello. But, like, I love seeing you. I love meeting you. Um, it's been a fabulous year, don't you say? Don't you think? We've had a I good one. I think so. Yeah, I mean, well, overall, the year has been terrible. But here at Sex with Emily, I think well, we've right. done well. For the state of America... The, the world. Sta- <laughs> the state of the world ain't so pretty. We have to, that's why we had to get extra Christmas lights this year and make it as festive as we can in these walls of the Sex Family office, which I think we're doing. So we also, the other thing I want to mention is that like, I'm just so getting off on Facebook Live. I have never been so happy. I don't know what it is about it, but 
it's just like, I don't know. It's so natural. It's fun. We sit in the office. I don't know if you guys have checked out all the live stuff, but that they do on Facebook and they're kind of pushing it now. They're like, sex with Emily's live. But you should check it out because you can answer, ask me your questions in real time. And you also kind of get to meet the whole team. And we show you some of the fun things we talk about in here, some fun toys. Madison tied me down with a sports sheets doggy strap. Yes, we did the, the we G-spot link. demonstrated the G-Spot link. And then also the sh- one before that, we did the doggy style strap, wow, I we're think. we're so good. You're such yeah. a good participant. Yeah, I know. I'm always right there. I'm like, all right, Emily, on all fours. Let's do this. It's fun. It's very, very much what goes on in the office exactly. all the time. It does actually go on <laughs> all the time. And you should um, also, not you should, you don't have to do anything. But if you if you like our page, or um, you'll see the video is already lit. That's what I also love mm-hmm. is that it lives on forever. So you can check it out too. And there's a lot of useful information and it was a good time. Mm-hmm. So that's a highlight of me for the year of mine. Um, do, would you like to join me in some sex in the news? Yes, I would absolutely love to. Thanks and so much for the any, invite. Oh, sure, of course. Thank what, you for joining. What is it? Uh, TTFI. Join me on page four. Sometimes Madison and I are going through <laughs> things like on Joe Show. Can you please join me on page three? It's like I feel like we're what must be like in church. Don't yeah, they do that? Totally. I'm on yeah, page like, four. We'll start with the hymn of <laughs> David. The, 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 no. the Psalm of Handjobs. The Psalm of Handjobs. <laughs> right, exactly. Okay. Uber officially declares, no, you can't have sex in an Uber. So last week, Uber announced a new set of community guidelines to help riders and drivers better understand what's expected of them every time they get in a car. (laughs) Or to put it another way, help riders and drivers better understand all the really bad behaviors, you know, like throwing up in the backseat after too much alcohol. You get kicked off the app. Mm -hmm. For people in the U.S., that that includes damaging a driver's property inappropriate and abusive language or gestures, breaking the law, like seatbelt, open containers, unwanted contact with the drivers after the driver's over, and the big one, there's no sexual contact with drivers or fellow riders, no matter what. So, um, you know, I guess it makes sense given their troubling history with rape and sexual assault, but I think that there's, you know, how many tipsy couples are in the back of Uber, kind of like, I guess you can make out. It says you can't have, like, PV sex, penetrative sex. That makes perfect sense yeah, and good, I don't want that in my car good for them for taking a stand yeah. like way to go uber you you work but on i gotta it. be honest people do get my friend got kicked off uber not mm-hmm. my friend a friend of a friend of a friend yeah. uh one of my best friends 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 she i mean i know her but mm-hmm. i'm not i don't love her but she's figured she got kicked off uber but she she was like partying in the back of uber i think she was drinking like kind mm-hmm. of like in a flask or something and he's like you're never riding an uber again and like sure enough like she keeps redownloading the app changing Blacklist. her name like blacklisted from uber mm-hmm. so don't with, mess this up with uber when you're done you are done you're done yeah Can it's I, crazy. you'll never get a ride in this town again <laughs> Yeah, that, At least there's, there's lift. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God for don't get kick off both of them because then you'll just be like walking for hours. Um, so everyone, pay attention to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, this is the time of day your girlfriend is mo- new new story here. Mm-hmm. The time of day your girlfriend is most likely to have an orgasm. Not in an Uber. Not in an Uber. Okay, illegal. You need a ride. Don't do it. You need a designated driver that's Uber. Don't have an orgasm there. However, despite the long held theory that morning. Time is the right time for great sex. Hormone expert Alisa uh, Viti says the real magic hour, for women at least, is 3 p.m. Figures. Uh, she told the Daily Mail, which is kind of a sucky time, that around that time women have high levels of the hormone cortisol, which makes them more energetic and alert. Around the same time men have an increase in estrogen, the female hormone that's also found in men, which she says make us more emotionally present during sex. Up the foreplay, in other words. Problem with this? Anyone see the problem where we're going? 
Since testosterone builds overnight, men are at their horniest in the morning. I'm sure you've all had a dick in the back, if you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) When the stuff is basically stockpiled in their bodies, meaning the optimum times don't match up. Thanks a lot, nature. Sadly, the 3 p.m. slot isn't particularly practical for either sex unless you happen to have a very cool boss or no job. Which I have a cool boss. Yeah. If you're if Wes was like around, you'd be like, Em, I'm I'm feeling it, go home. I would yeah. let you. But most bosses would not give you a sex break. That's true. You'd be like, All right, here's some lube, try out this new sex sling. I'm gonna need you to come back with a full review. Like Right, exactly. But <laughs> But no, I think this pisses me off though, because like as if there weren't enough libido you know, challenges between the sexes, you know, now we find like the perfect magical time to have sex and orgasms for women. And it's like an impossible time. But for men, shock, it's in the morning. Like the morning's always going to happen. You're going to wake up with your partner. And not, we didn't really need a study to know that, but it's just sort of, yeah, it's, out. it's unfair. Once again, we're just getting the short end of the stick, you know, like, oh, great. So my hormones peak right in the middle of the day, usually right around the middle of a podcast that we're recording. Right. And like, what am I going to do with that? And meanwhile, my boyfriend is like waking up and he's ready to go. And I'm like, if you touch me with that thing, I'm going to take it from you and I'm not going to give it back. Exactly. I'm and sleeping. You would. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I hear you. We've, we've got the tools here. And also, isn't three o'clock the time when you want like a chocolate break? They would say like, does this before your time that the Snickers break at three? Was that before? That was, I think that was before my time. I know with like Kit Kat, it was like, give me a break. Oh, maybe it was a Kit Kat break. Yeah, It I wasn't so. a Snickers break. And then with Snickers now, it's that thing where it's like, you're not you when you're hungry. And it's like, they totally coined the market on the hangry thing. Oh. But like, if you get someone Snickers when they're hangry, they're going to have a blood sugar crash. They're going to be even meaner yeah, to you. Yeah, that's really bad marketing. I know. I'm upset about it. But okay, so the Kit Kat break I'm thinking about yeah. is like, when it comes to women versus, you know, when it comes mm-hmm. to sex versus chocolate. Yeah. They're going to choose chocolate. So even right. if this is the time, it's just not going to work. Yeah, so like, this study the, pissed me off. Yeah, break me off a piece of that Kit Kat bar, right. please. Exactly. Thank you. 3 p.m. They were saying like women will choose like, you know, phones over sex and chocolate over sex. So. Well, yeah, 3 p.m., of course we are. I will say, though, afternoon sex is some of my favorite sex. Like, like on the weekend. Yeah, like on the weekends, yeah, because when I'm around the afternoon. But like on vacations and stuff, like that's like the best is like afternoon, you know, afternoon sex. You can take a nap after. I love that. Isn't that so nice? And if you're somewhere tropical and warm and the breeze. The windows the open. Ocean. That's like the only thing what I've ever been able to conjure up. Like what's my fantasy or like what's my ideal <gasps> sex situation? It's like in like maybe a hotel room or something that's like filled with white because I can't ha- live in an apartment that has white things in it. I'll destroy yeah. them. But like at a hotel, like white bedspread, white curtains open, billowing, uh. and like the sun peeking through. Like that just sounds delightful to me. That sounds erotic. Yeah. No, good. We're working on it. So yeah. we've been working a lot this year and talking a lot about fantasies mm-hmm. and how important it is for women to really, I think a lot of women don't naturally like gravitate towards like a specific fantasy. Some do, mm-hmm. but it's really an important part of having a healthy sex life. And for a lot of women who struggle with getting in the mood and arousal, if you can somehow cultivate, you know, what turns you on. So it's, it's kind of fun. Like you can be like, oh, wow, I don't really know, but let me go exploring. So we've talked about this. So Madison, that's something you've come up with. Yeah. It's just um, like when I think I like about it. like, what, what makes me want to have sex? What conditions would be prime for me to have sex? That's what I think of. So and even if you don't, you're, you're not in the Bahamas yeah. with billowy curtains, you could still think about it. And it might get you turned on. Yeah, my little West Hollywood apartment all of a sudden is like a cabana. You should get one of those sound machines that make the waves. I would love that. They have apps also on your phone that like um, my boyfriend and I started doing it because like I really like the sound of rain. And he didn't know that about me, but it was raining one night and I was like, this is so relaxing. I could just fall asleep. And he's like, well, instead of listening to Netflix and Buffy every night, why don't we do a sound machine? Not as good as Buffy, but No, the sound machine, do you use it now? Uh, Sometimes we do. 
I don't know. I could kind of like take it or leave it. I like the sound of talking in the background. Oh my so God. it's really bizarre. Wow. Yeah. I have the sound machine, but I just do the white noise like. That's like a nightmare. You don't have like scary <laughs> dreams. No, it just blocks everything out. I'm like, I don't want to hear it. Like seriously, like stuff could be going on. Earthquake. Someone's Even breaking into your apartment. Breaking you know in. It doesn't matter. Steal all my stuff. I'm sleeping through it. <laughs> um, so that's it. Okay, let's take a quick break. Mm-hmm. Give a shout out to our lovely sponsors. And um, thank you everyone for supporting them. You know we have tried and tested everything we talk about and we love it. So we hope you will too. We'll be right back. All right, people. It's time to introduce you to something that combines two of my favorite topics, oral sex and lube. If you're not a fan of going down, I mean, no judgment. This is going to change the game for you. It's the brand new gelato collection of flavored lubes from Joe. These gelato flavors are delicious. I'm talking dessert-worthy good. Choose from creme brulee, hazelnut, mint chocolate, salted caramel, and tiramisu. Use them one at a time or combine them to create your own recipe. I've tried them all and they're amazing. Like all Joe products, the Gelato line is a premium lube you can trust. It's a flavored water-based personal lubricant that is sugar-free, paraben-free, and the perfect addition to any and all forms of foreplay. So next time you're craving something sweet, skip the refrigerator and go straight to the bedroom. With Joe's Gelato Lube line, you are the dessert. Go to my site, click on the Gelato banner, or go to my store to shop the complete selection of Joe lubricants. There's a formulation for every occasion. Trust me. So if you're ready to be dessert, order some gelato for yourself at sexwithemily.com today. Okay, guys, we're on to your emails. If you have a question you'd like me to answer on the show, I love that. You know I love it. But it's so easy now because you just go to the Sex with Emily website and you click on Ask Emily tab, fill out the form, hit submit. Boom. That's it. We get it. We get your message. Also, though, there's an option now where you can say, call, I want to be called. And this means we're not going to just like call you in the middle of the night. It means that you'd like to be considered to be a call-in guest on the show, in which case I can get into your problems. We can go deep. I can ask you all those questions that sometimes your emails just don't provide. And I think we go a lot farther, a lot faster getting you solutions to your sex problems. Like, you know, it's like getting really to the bottom of it and helping you out with your relationships and sex lives. And we've tested out a few of those shows and I think they're fun. They're doing well. So um, they're all on iTunes or however you listen, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher. And you know, in all those apps when they're like, rate us. I hate when they do that. Sometimes it's annoying. Like literally like every app, will you rate me? But I do it because like I have my Kaggle Camp app and I rate them. But you could also, while you're there, if you listen to Sex Family, you could give us a rating. You can also leave me a voicemail, which is another way just to mix it up. Because again, I love reading your emails, but I also like hearing your voices. So 818-ASK-SWE1, 818-275-7931. Just leave us a voicemail. Um, and uh, we can answer it on the show. It's nice to hear you. I feel like you're so close. Um, I love it when you include your name, your age. You could be a fake name. It's cool. Uh, where you live and how you listen. Yeah. Another interesting point too is that we get a ton of emails. It's like impossible for us to answer every single email. When you leave a voicemail, you have such <gasps> a better chance of getting like it answered on the podcast because we're always looking for emails. We're like thirsty for them, you know, for obviously the not for like the, oh yeah, the voicemails, not like in a creepy way, but 
we want <laughs> them. And so when they come in, we use them like immediately. So it's a right. really good way. If you have a question that you need answered. Yeah. That's a like good tomorrow, way to right, do it. Exactly. Because we're doing shows every week. If you're mm-hmm. like, damn, because we get a lot. That's a really good point. I never okay, thought of it before. I was like, oh, hey. Yeah. It's easy. And you can like re-record it if you don't like it. You know what I'm saying? But like, it's good to sometimes maybe have it written out first, but we don't care. Just leave us a voicemail. We can edit you down too. Mm-hmm. But we don't, you know, you don't have to go too long. Yeah. Try, get it. try to keep it under like a minute. <laughs> but um, yeah, that was a good point, Madison. Oh, Very smart. You. That's why she's in charge. Okay. So, um, yeah. how about some emails? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Hello, Emily, a fellow Michigander here. My boyfriend and I have been together about a year and our sex life has been great. A few months ago, I bought a pair of handcuffs for us and he seemed pretty excited about it. However, we've yet to use them. We're both into pretty rough sex, but we haven't brought any toys into the bedroom and I want to. I bring it up during foreplay, but we always seem to skip right to the sex and pass over the toys. Should I bring this up to him outside the bedroom? Heather, age 28, Michigan. Fellow Michigander. That's what she meant by that. We're both from Michigan. Okay, so um, so she wants to buy handcuffs, but they also haven't brought any toys or handcuffs, right? Yeah, no, she has handcuffs. She just hasn't been able to actually incorporate them into or sex. Or the toys, right. Yeah. Um, okay, Heather, this is a great question because I think like, you know, improving, I guess, enhancing your sex life for couples comes down to a few things, being able to talk about it, you know, Hey, let's try something fun. But then when you actually make those steps and you're like, buy some handcuffs, buy some toys, everyone's like, no, what do I just like plop it in the middle of the bed? You know, (laughs) Hey, we're getting down. There's my toy. You know, we did a show once where we were doing scripts. I think it was a while ago. We're like, hi, so babe, I bought this new toy. I think Madison and I were playing Uh, So it's funny. So that's a, it's a great question. And, um, so he's excited about the handcuffs and so, but you're yet to use them because in your mind, Heather, you might be thinking, well, I bought the handcuffs. Why isn't he just picking them up? Right. Um, here's the thing. It's a new behavior. And so there's a lot of judgment. There's a lot of like, I think just every time we learn something new, we, we get anxious about it. We're a little nervous if we're going to do it right. He might not know what to do with handcuffs. Like, do, do I, like she walks in and then I just like, do I tie them together over her head? Do I tie them behind her back? Like literally these little things. Mm-hmm. Am I going to look funny? Are we going to laugh? Yeah. Oh my God. There's so, yeah, there's so many reasons like when you're in the moment and besides also couples get stuck in a routine, right? So it's like, he might not even be thinking about it. Like it might not occur to him in the moment. Like, oh, hey, we have handcuffs. He's like, let's do it. Right. Cause you're already at the moment. So here's yeah. what I suggest about the handcuffs. Heather, this is what you should do. Next time. I don't know if you guys live together or next time, you know, you guys have a date, say, babe, can't, I, I can't wait to see you tonight. And I want you to use those handcuffs. I can't wait for you to use those handcuffs on me. Mm-hmm. Done. So maybe you're even, you know, waiting for him, you know, getting ready before he comes, feeling good. Maybe you masturbate, take a bath, sexy, feeling good about yourself. And he walks in, you maybe got some wine ready, and then you got those handcuffs and they're mm-hmm. laying out right there on the counter. Okay. There's no way to avoid it. Um, he's already plant you've already planted the seed, and then he might kind of like uncomfortable. Still, that might not be enough, but now the seed's planted. So then you go in the bedroom and maybe He's excited to see you because you look so hot, Heather. And then the handcuffs are still sitting there. It's on you, Heather. Don't think, oh, but he doesn't want to do it. Just know he wants to, but he doesn't know exactly how. So you grab the handcuffs, you bring him into the bedroom, and you can just be like, hold your hands. Like Maybe you want to lay on the bed, mm-hmm. hold your hands behind and say, like, tie me up. And that's how you do it. 
And then, you know, from there, you know, maybe you want to use a blindfold and you could just say like, do whatever you want to me or talk dirty to me or spank me. I don't know what your fantasy is, but it's important with this too, to like explain to him maybe even in the moment or in the text, Mm -hmm. I imagine you coming home and tying me up and like doing whatever you want to me and like not letting me come until I beg you for it Mm -hmm. or something like that. Yeah, no, totally. Like explain the scenario to him, like spell it out. Sometimes like... It's just they need to know. Give them the script. Yeah. Guys are not only not mind readers, they're also often not good at taking hints either. No. Like sometimes, and they like it when you lay it out. They're like, they enjoy it when you're like, baby, tonight I'm, I want you to handcuff me to the bed and I want you to do whatever you want to me. He is not going to be like, no, let's have regular sex instead. Right, right. He's going to eat that shit up. He's going to be like, handcuffed to bed, handcuffed yeah. to bed. Like, he's going to get it. He's going to be like, screw dinner. Let's do it now. Right. Like, so, I mean, it's just those little tweaks. Imagine that it's such a good point that we always say men are not mind readers. But like, yeah, like even hints don't work. Mm-hmm. And I think that men and women, we get super frustrated because I hear from you guys all the time. You're like, well, I told him. Well, I told her. And even if you told him three times. Four times. Think about how long it takes to try something new or to learn a behavior. How many times you've joined a new gym and you haven't gone. Like, you know what I mean? Like all the new things we want to do, we just don't do it because we, we get set in our ways. So as much as you can help them along and not blame your partner and make assumptions that they don't want to. So help them along here, Heather. That, I think that's a great thing. Another great solution to this, which I've done on my bed. I've had them there for like three years now. Oh, <laughs> I have to remember to take them. Oh, I'm yeah. moving this weekend. Oh my gosh. Just Jesus, leave them behind. the movers are going to come. And that matters. Okay, so I have these um, sport sheets make these under under the bed restraints, mm-hmm. and they're the coolest things ever because, so you guys have heard me talk about sport sheets. They're Velcro cuffs. So by the way, Heather, like no keys, no fuss. Like if he can't work Velcro, <laughs> we've got other problems. <laughs> um, and it cut there. So you put them on your bed. They, they can hide, but you just pull out the cuffs. You don't need like any kind of special canopy bed or a headboard, and they're always there, and you can wrap them on your hands and your feet, and they're just ready to go. I love those. And I just like, Oh, look what I have. And I pull them out. So I love all the sport sheets, cuffs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Those are great. It's, it's same thing with the toys. Um, if you haven't used toys yet, go sex toy shopping together. Mm-hmm. Um, tell them what you think is really hot. Like, you know, you live in Michigan. What are the stores in Michigan? Lover's Lane, I think is in Michigan. I'm not sure where you are, but you could even go online shopping to my store. Yeah. We totally. won on the sex family site, order some stuff together. Also, Okay, this is what we're so excited about. We have something called Unbound Box. And this is just great for couples who want to spice it up. We just started like a few months ago. It's a Sex with Emily. Okay, it's called Unbound Box. And it's it's a monthly subscription box. Um, and Or it's every other month or every no, few times No, three months. Year. Okay, every three months you're going to get this box, right? So think about this. You've been wanting to spice things up, you know, and all of a sudden you get a box and it has everything you need. So in this box you have a Wee Vibe Tango. Which is which we're obsessed with. It's such a great clitoral vibe. It just like every time, bam, because it's waterproof. It's amazing. We've got the Joe Natural Love USDA Certified Organic Personal Lubricant. (laughs) You might not care about all that stuff, but we love it. Uh, It's a great lube. And then before, during, and after mints, which are great for like spicing up a blowjob or kissing during foreplay. And the Jimmy Jane Afterglow Massage Candle, which is a luxurious smelling candle. And then you have secret notes that I wrote you. I wrote you little notes that are like, okay, this is perfect for you. If you don't know what to say and what to ask for, I've given you suggestions that you can hand to your partner. And you can just slip them in their wallet or in their, you know, in their, does anyone have briefcases anymore? I don't know. I don't really. Slip them in their hipster messenger bag. Hipster messenger, yeah, in their hipster (laughs) bag. Um, Then bidets, they clean your, you know, 
clean you off like little uh, wipes. And then sports sheets started crop, if you will, a little spanking. That's a pretty cool box. Yeah. And it changes every few months. Yeah, totally. So um, check that out. Uh, anyway, that's at our website. Um, I just went off on that. I wasn't even going to mention it. But anyway, it's called Unbound Boxes on our website. So And it's also cool in like showing you kind of what you like and what you don't. Because you get this box and it's got these things. You've never had a vibrator before. So now you have a vibrator and right? you've got a writing crop. And then you can be like, you know what? Like I didn't love, I didn't love those mints. That didn't feel as good. But you know what I would like. And it kind of gets, sparks that idea, right? It gets yeah. it flowing. Exactly. And this way you don't even have to go... Like, if you're like, oh, I don't know, it just came in the mail. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't pick the crop. So, yeah, it's a great way to explore. But, um, Heather, I think you're good here. He's on board and excited. So, yeah. just got to help push him along. Totally. Okay. Hey, Emily. I'm 23, and I've had a few partners before my current girlfriend. I took her virginity, and the sex just seems lackluster to me. I want to bring it up to her, and I've spoke with her about it vaguely. But I'm not sure how to start a full-on conversation about it. Maybe I'm perceiving as being not as good as my other partners, and I know I should cut her some slack. She openly tells me she wants me to tell her how to make it better, but I don't want to be the coach in bed. I listen to your show all the time and would appreciate hearing your response on the air as I know a few of my friends who also listen and have a similar issue. Thanks in advance, Mitch, age 23, Canada. Hi, Mitch. Hi, Mitch's friends. (laughs) I love that. And you guys, if you like the show, tell your friends. It's fun. Also, another thing I was going to tell Heather, Heather, is that she should um, listen to the show with your partner, or everyone should. It's been a great tool. Again, you don't have to, on your own, talk about stuff, but like, I'll tell you what to do. Yeah, I will. I will say, and this is really funny. I don't even think I told you this, but so we, you know, we email you to let you know, like, hey, we answered your question. So if it's been like three, six, 12 months since we've gotten your email and we still answer your question, you might not be expecting it. You're listening with your partner and all of a sudden this one listener, and I don't remember, I'm not going to call you out by name. I'm not going <laughs> to say what your, what your question was, but she had been listening with her partner and it was a question about her partner. <gasps> and so when we emailed her to be like, Hey, we answered your question. She emailed back and was like, actually I was listening to, with my partner and he looked at me and was like, is that you? And she was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> she did not. Yeah. It. So maybe wait until after this comes out and then have your partner listen so well, you don't get any awkward situations. We, but don't we email them the day it comes out? We email them the day it comes out. But like if it had been, because it had been six months. Oh, And right. so, you know, she wasn't expecting I to have it. an no, answer. I got it. I got it. And I was like, oh my God, I That's don't know hilarious. what we can do to fix that. So just... Like, if you're really uncomfortable about it, if there's any chance you're going to listen with your partner, yeah, maybe send you a fake name. First. <laughs> right, send a fake name. Yeah. Yeah, fake name, fake state. We're cool with that. Totally. No, I'd like to know where you live, though. That's a great point. Okay, thank you, Madison, you're for welcome. the uh, BTS, behind the scenes stuff. Okay, uh-huh. so, Mitch, okay. Um, I totally get not wanting to be the coach. In fact, I'm in the same position. Oftentimes when I'm having sex with someone new, I'm like, oh, he's going to want me to be the leader, obviously, sex with Emily. But here's what I do, and here's what you should do, Mitch, is... What if you looked at is it at it not so much as teaching her, but as both of you learning together? Because A, if you've been listening, you know you're never done learning about sex. Every single woman you're with is going to be different. Every guy she's going to be with is going to be different. But especially women in the sense of that we're all wired differently, right? Like I get that men are too. I don't want to get a million emails like, no, my penis only likes one hand on it. But <laughs> you know, it's like Menda says, the Rubik's Cube of Life. So you're learning together and... um. So 
I think like with each partner, there is a learning curve and I'm not sure what makes the sex bad in your eyes. And I always want to know that. I was just thinking, that's so funny. Cause I was thinking that when he was like, the sex is not good. I was thinking like, I know, please explain what makes like, and yeah, guys email us, tell us like what, when you've had bad sex, like what has made it like noticeably, like this is not good. I love that you asked that. Okay. Will yeah. you please email us through the website? Um, when you had bad sex, what does that mean? Because it's funny you say this, Madison, you might not know this, but the reason, one of the main things I did and the, or that got me into the show, I used to always ask people when they said they had great sex, I'm like, what does that mean? And when they had bad sex, I was like, what do you mean? Like, I'm like, did she just lie there? Did he have a pulse? Like, did he not, you know, look at you? Would he not wear con- like condoms? Yeah. Did he not know, had never heard of a clitoris before? Like, what specific details? Yeah. I like, just hear, like, send us your worst in bed story. Yeah. I mean, I would honestly, I would love to know just for my own curiosity, but it's like for women, I understand there's so many buttons to press. It's like one of those childproof locks where you have to hold down it on like several sides of the cap and then turn at a 90 degree angle. Like <laughs> totally. I get it. Like women are a little more complex, but for guys, I always kind of grew up just thinking that for guys, sex was always at least good because they, they finished and that was it. So like what, besides like some epic accident or faux pas. Right. Like we don't hear about the crazy time that your mom came up, you know, yeah, but really like, like what was she doing? What was he doing? Yeah. That was like just bad. Exactly. Or I, made it like really unpleasant. So please do that. And then maybe we could even yeah, we'll we talk. Could, about, I, I think we will talk about it on the show. Yeah, bring bad, it back. Let's just do a bad sex show. Oh my God. Totally. I think it's fun. But we'll do a good sex show too. That's so much bad sex. I can just talk for hours. Right. What was your worst sex? Um, my, and Why? <laughs> my worst sex was with, and it wasn't even, I mean, I've had some pretty bad sex, but it's always been with guys who were like, I'm going to rock your world. You've never had anything like this before. And then treated me like I was a dish of food and they were a rabid animal. Like, I mean, like I'm like bruised afterwards. Oh my God. So One they time, weren't paying attention to you. Yeah. It was wanted. like, or it was kind of like, they'd be like, oh, like I'm going to rock your world with oral. And then they get down there and just be like, brruh, brruh. and I'm like, what is <laughs> Like I've got like a rug burn all around. I've done it like the insides of my thighs are burnt. Like, how do you do that? One time my clitter swelled up so big. I went to the, I had to go to the gynecologist and she was like, what happened? And I was like, honestly, I don't like bad oral. I was like, I don't, yeah. I was like, I don't know what he did. It just hurts. Like, but it was like bad sex like that where it's just, they're not even paying attention. They're so beefed up and their testosterone and their sense of like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to give it to you like you never had before. And then they just go in way too hard. Like a for enthusiasm, like (laughs) F for technique, right? (laughs) Um, failure. So yeah, that's a great one. So that's a great bad story. I'm sure I have one. I can come up with it, but let's get back to Mitch for a second. Just to, just to, uh, reiterate. So you think she's bad in bed. (laughs) Okay. So I'm just wondering again, what bad is, you know, and I'm just going to jump here. I'm going to take a leap that it's, um, I'm going to guess it's not just about lack of experience with previous partners because, you know, that's probably part of it, but it's about lack of experience with her own body. Totally. I'm thinking she's never had sex before and so many women, and this might be news to you guys, even though, you know, that, that a lot of women don't masturbate. A lot of women really believe that someday my prince will come and so will I. Mm-hmm. someday I'm going to meet a guy and he's going to push all my buttons and then I'll start to feel sexual and turn on because nowhere in the curriculum in the world are they like, let's talk about sex pleasure. Let's talk about what feels good. I, you've heard me talk about this, that I never occurred to me to pleasure myself. And there's a lot of women like that. Okay. That just don't. So I think that she 
doesn't know what makes her feel good yet. I'm going to assume, you know, probably hasn't had an orgasm or masturbated. Mm-hmm. Um, if she And if she hasn't with you, it's because, you know, she's not comfortable or she doesn't know how to even let you know what she wants because she doesn't know. So my suggestion for you is perfect time for mutual masturbation. Mm-hmm. It's like one Absolutely. of my favorite go-to things. Um, because this way you can just say like, you know, I'd love to like pleasure, watch it. Let's go, let, let's watch each other. Like, you know, it would make me so turned on to see like how you touch yourself. Now she might never touch herself. Yeah. She might be embarrassed by this or she might not want to. So I think that you just have to, um, if she's never masturbated before we've got, gosh, you know, we've talked about this so much. I mean, the truth is she might need to go, go for it alone which I actually recommend for first-timers. I don't know how to see this. If you were on the phone, I could ask you. Um, she needs just to, like, take that time, like, create those erotic stories, what turns her on, play with her body, you know, get her a sex toy. Um, because with you, she's probably having insecurities about performance that she probably knows she's not doing a great job. And she's like, teach me, teach me. And you could say, here's how to hold my penis. Here's how to give a blowjob. But if she's not connected to her body mm-hmm. and what she wants, it's just going to fall flat. Yeah, I'm also wondering, and correct me if I'm wrong, but like, what is the sex like for her? Like, is she having a nice time? Have you asked her if she's having a nice time? Right. Because that might be a good way to open up the conversation to be like, hey, like, I want to make you feel good. Like, I want us both to feel good. Exactly. That's a great way to ease into it, even before the mutual masturbation. Because what you said here, I think even when once I said that, I was like, wait a minute, back up. You said, bitch, she openly tells me she wants me to tell her how to make it better, but you don't want to be a coach. So you can let her know, this is what you say, Mitch, you know how I want to make it better? I want to really please you. So like, let me know what pleases you. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to start to find out Well, she might be like, I don't know. And then you start thinking, well, like, is, you know, you can watch some porn together. You Mm -hmm. can start like go to a sex toy store, like really. And if she's just not ready yet and she's like shut down around it, you might not be able to. Yeah. Get her going on her own. Some people just take their own time. It's true. And if she's to figure out sex, I will say that if she is having a good time, you will be having a good time. Like when a girl is feeling it and she's into it and she's feeling like all the things that you're supposed to be feeling during sex, she's feeling like attended to and she's having orgasms. She's going to be so into it that you're going to notice the difference. Exactly. I think. And I think a lot of guys who have, I know you've had sex, but maybe not as, is it, this is something that men learn over time is that I think young guys are like, it's about my pleasure, but you realize... She comes first. She comes first. <laughs> Ian Kerner was on our last show. He's amazing. He wrote a book. You should read this too, Mitch. I think every guy should read this mm-hmm. or every woman listening, buy this for your guy friends or guys buy it for your guy friends. Uh, she Comes First by Ian Kerner is the Bible for female pleasure, learning how to please a woman. Gives, um, and he goes, he's so detailed and it's like not a hard read. Don't worry, if you're not a reader, you can even get the Kindle, you can get the audiobook, but it's very specific ways to get into the female brain, how to pleasure her. And that's a great way to start. So I think you guys just got to do this together because knowledge and education will serve both of you. You can listen to the show, get books, whatever it is, but it'll boost both of your self-esteem when you have these positive experiences Mm -hmm. together. So what I'm saying is Mitch, you might not even realize yet that that pleasing her is going to give, come back to you, but it will. Oh, it does. Oh boy. Does it. Okay, we have time for yeah. We have time for one more, one two more. more. We're, okay, we're let's do uh, let's do Mr. Nice Guy. Okay, okay. Hey Emily, so last time I emailed you, I asked about ways to fix a broken picker. I was basically head over heels for this guy who was just a total jerk to me. 
Goodbye, boy. Delete. So in other news, I've been living in Florence for the past few months, studying abroad and traveling my balls off. And now I've been talking to this new guy from home that I've known like my whole life. When I get back to the States in late December, we're hanging out and going to a concert together. Now for my real dilemma. This guy's nice. I fixed my picker. I want to do better with guys. I'm just afraid I'm going to mess it up if I have sex too fast with him. How soon is it too soon? Is there really such a thing? I just don't want this one to be a one-night stand. Ugh. Best always, Michaela. 21, Boston, Spotify listener. Okay, Michaela, here's the thing. And all my listeners, I'm never, ever going to answer this question. I'm never going to tell you that you have to wait three months, six days, two hours to have sex with someone. Just not going to answer it because there is no formula, okay? But I can tell you that it's never a bad thing to let like the sexual tension build with someone new because so easily we can have sex yeah. right away. First day, we have a few drinks, you're the, the, you know, you get the attraction, the blood's boiling, temperature's rising, whatever mm. you want to have sex. <laughs> but, you know, I think the sexual tension is some of the most like hottest part of new sex and all sex. So you can also like not have sex with them, but also get to know each other at the same time. Um, and the other thing I was going to say to you before I go on is I want to explain what a broken picker is. Some mm-hmm. people might not know. So a broken picker is, I think we got this from Dr. Drew on mm-hmm. Loveline, is when you constantly are picking the wrong kind of people. Um, for women and men, you're like, God, every guy I date, you know, is a bad boy. Or every guy I date doesn't treat me well. And that's all you think you're attracted to. And so there's a way of just like rewiring your, your brain. Like you're like, you know what? I'm going to, they, we kind of say like the guy that you see or woman you see across the room or the guy and you, and your eyes lock and you meet, you turn the other way. You <laughs> <Run>. literally, <laughs> you run and you go and you meet someone else because you know that doesn't work for you. It's about changing that pattern. So mm-hmm. good for you for Michaela. I love that you fixed the picker. It's not going to be fixed overnight. So I think the less anxiety you can have about this, the better. Um, you know, wait till you spend time together, you know, texting and talking and snapping is fun, but you don't really know what it's to hang, like it's to hang out with in yeah. real life. Like you just, what it is like to hang out. Yeah. Cause they've known each, well, cause they've known each other for, she said her whole life, which is a lot of yeah. pressure. Let me just say for like you coming back into the scene, trying to like, all right, I'm going to date, not a bad boy. And then you pick a guy you've known for like your entire life. So much pressure. So try not to, you know, try not to build it up or put it on a pedestal. Because that is dangerous just going really? into it. Especially if she's abroad right now and she's kind of like got this idea in her head. I think we, especially people my age, I've noticed, we have a tendency to like romanticize and we just make it like, oh my God, it's going to be like this love story and I come back and I'm finally ready and like, just be careful with that. Yeah. You know, also. That's a really, that's a really good point, Madison, because <clears throat> the other thing is you have known him your whole life and now all of a sudden you're like picker is fixed. Yeah. I will pick nice boy from home. I've yeah. known for 20 years. You know, it doesn't always work that way. And and don't think of it as a failure. Mm-hmm. And listen, if you get home and you sleep with him the first night, I'm fine with that. Whatever. I'm just <laughs> saying that he might not be the right one. It doesn't mean that your, your, you know, your picker doesn't, it's been broken for a while, right? Mm-hmm. You don't just fix it after one guy. So good for you for having the consciousness around it. Might not work with him, but I'm sure you're going to be friends and it's just, you keep practicing. Yeah. Try, just try not to put too much pressure on it. Right? Go hang out with him. Have fun. Maybe if you're not feeling it, then don't sleep with them right away. But like also make sure that you're going into this like 
for something with longevity, just keep that in mind and make sure he's on the same page as you as well. Right. Because what if he's like, oh, like we've known each other forever and now we're going to bone. Like you have no idea. So right. Just- exactly. So just take it to like your friends, you know, hanging out. But, um, and also like, you know, he's not the only guy out there either. So just uh, keep going. But I love that you have the consciousness at 21. That's amazing. And thank you, Michaela, for listening to the show and following up. Mm-hmm. I love hearing the progression of our listeners. Like yeah. she the, picks the picker from the last time. So mm-hmm. you guys always follow up with us. Let us know how it goes. Mm-hmm. Send us your bad sex stories. What else do you want people to do? No, all of it. Just I mean, send love. We love you. I love <laughs> it when people follow up and are like, hey, like after we talked, this happened and now I have a different question. And it's like, okay, that's cool. We like, love that. Yeah, that's so cool. Like she dumped whatever, like she was like some, some fuck boy from like Ireland or something and she dumped him and now she's on okay. better things. And that's so exciting. She's ahead of the game for her age. Yeah, you definitely. are. You really are, Michaela. You guys are all doing great. Mm-hmm. We love you. So, um, <laughs> yeah, we have time for one more email. Oh, okay. Do it. Cool. Hi, Emily. Any tips for a guy that has a hard time having an orgasm in standing position or reasons why? Thanks. Love you. Andrew Phoenix, age 27. Okay, Andrew, great question. I'm going to say the same thing I say all the time to all of you who are so worried about this. Everything about sex. Take the pressure off yourself, okay? There is no end goal to sex. The end goal, like, so what? You can't have an orgasm. Maybe one day you will be able to have an orgasm standing up. But, like, orgasm's not necessarily the goal. Like, it sex should not be goal oriented. Yes. I spend a lot of time talking about orgasms, Mm -hmm. but that's because some people, you know, you know, you get what I'm saying here is that if you just go into it, you know, they're important. I'm not saying we want to live without them. I'm just saying when you go into these positions, like, you know what? You might never be able to orgasm standing up, Andrew, and that's totally fine. There's like nothing wrong with you. We all have our own positions and I I can't orgasm in every single position. So, um, you could try some variations. Like you could start standing up, and then, like, I don't know if you guys are, like, you're holding her underneath her butt, yeah. like, that kind of position where you're, she's, like, sta- you're standing mm-hmm. position and you just can't do it. But you could do that for a while and then you could throw, you know, down on the bed yeah, finish and um, off. finish off there. Or, you know, she's on the bed and you're, like, having sex with her while you're standing up but you're leaning over her. I mean, mm-hmm. there are some variations, but don't trip on it. And I bet when you stop thinking about it, maybe one day it'll happen, but maybe not. It doesn't mean you're a bad lover. Yeah. I'm not going to say there's anything wrong with you because there's not. No, totally. Like I can't, I've never, I'm not gonna say I can't ever, but I have not ever had an orgasm in spooning position. I don't know why. I just don't like, I don't know what it is. I just, it's, it's not the like the gentlest of most, it's the gentlest of most expositions, the yeah. gentle. I just don't know. One. I don't know how I feel about it. You know, like I could use something around the front, like a vibrator or something, but since I know that that's not my go-to position, if my boyfriend and I want to try it out, we're going to try it out, but we're going to finish in a position that I know I like, exactly. you know, like you don't, you are not married to one position for no all of way. sex. Absolutely like, not. And, and believe me, like, yeah, I don't know anyone's like every single position. Yeah. I can just do it. Like there's so many guys. I'm like, I can't orgasm when she's on top. I mean, mm-hmm. you get turned on. So nothing's wrong with you. Nothing's broken. You're yeah. all good. But that's a great point. Madison. Maybe you're Same just distracted. Me. If you're trying to like, trying so hard at it, you're just throwing yourself off be careful there like, buddy i'm standing up i am not coming yeah if you're, yeah if you're like just focusing on not falling i think that's why but i, I have loved trouble. your yeah. question because i don't think we've ever gotten this question before. never i've, I've not so i actually it. loved it andrew um i love all your questions that was great yeah love you madison oh i love you too great, this was great, fun. great job this year producing the show it's been awesome oh thanks good job this year being emily of sex with emily my god doing so year. much you have no idea how busy this woman is it's crazy <laughs> Every day. She's just doing something else to try to help people have better sex. Yeah, it's it's, in, it's inspiring. Oh, that's all I want. I want us all to have better sex. Thank you, sweetie. Okay. And thank you all for listening to the show. Um, wishing you the happiest of New Year's and yeah. holidays and all that stuff. And um, 
Thank you to my great team. Thank you, Madison, for doing a great show. And um, to Jamie and Eddie and to Lori and to Ken. We love you all. And um, thanks so much for listening. Was it good for you? Email me, feedback at sexwithemily.com. A lot of you may have accumulated a sex toy over the holidays, which is the best gift ever, right? You know I love the toys. I guess I'd consider myself a sex toy aficionado. I mean, it's not on my LinkedIn profile, but it's real. And something I've learned over the years is that it's not only about how awesome sex toys are, it's also about how important it is to properly clean them between each use. Sex products are about enhancing your pleasure, and there's nothing pleasurable about unclean sex toys. I'm not going to get into all the dirty details, but just know cleaning your sex toys is just as important as washing your sheets every week. Luckily, someone has perfected the cleaning process for you with a one-of-a-kind product. It's called UV, and it's the only proven way to kill 99.9% of harmful bacteria on toys. What makes UV even more unique is that it's a three-in-one solution that cleans, stores, and charges your toys. To make UV a reality, they've even launched a Kickstarter campaign. And as their number one fan, they asked me to be the spokesperson. So if you click on the UV banner on my website, you'll see my video explaining how it works and why you need one. You can now pre-order your UV by contributing to the Kickstarter campaign, where there's a bunch of great perks available, like bundles that include an amazing toy from Lalo. You know, the ultra-luxury brand? I'm even part of the perks. You can get an autographed copy of my book, Hot Sex, have lunch with me here in L.A., arrange a private Skype Q&A session with me, or even sit in on the recording of a Sex with Emily podcast. To get on the action, click the UV banner on my site or go to uvclean.com. That's U-V-E-E clean.com. The Kickstarter campaign is now up and running and waiting for you. There's just something about the fall that makes me feel like cuddling up with an old friend. And hey, you guys may have some fond memories too. Yes, I'm talking about the Intensity by Pour Moi. The Intensity is an amazing product that has made a serious impact on my life. Let me rewind a bit to explain. The Intensity was originally developed as a medical device to cure, yes, cure incontinence issues. You know, like you sneeze and you pee. Because these issues typically stem from a weakened pelvic floor, the Intensity works by applying gentle electrostimulation directly to that muscle group, giving you an amazingly effective Kegel workout. And you all know how I feel about Kegel exercises. And for a little plot twist, the makers learned that the product's only real side effect was an intense orgasm. So realizing the intensity was a winning combination of utility and pleasure, they enhanced it with a powerful vibration and a clitoral stimulator. The result, much more than a sex toy. It's a product that has changed my sex life. I mean, G-spot orgasms, anyone? The intensity combines two things I love and talk about all the time. Kaggle exercises, and orgasms. To find out how it can change your sex life, click on the Intensity banner on my website or go to pormoi.com. That's P-O-U-R-M-O-I.com.